Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 13th of October. Yesterday's US consumer price data reinforces the soft landing scenario. While superficial analysis fretted over the rise in the headline rate, this was generally a soft report. Prices that are set by the market are now tending to look very weak. Durable goods prices continue to provide deflation. The 2021 inflation episode is an astonishing example of transitory inflation and will doubtless inspire countless doctoral theses in the future. Excluding owners' equivalent rent, core inflation is now below 3% year over year. That is because so much of the reported inflation in the US today is the fantasy of owners' equivalent rent, where homeowners pretend to be renting their own homes from themselves and paying themselves rising rents, a 7.1% year-over-year increase at the moment, with that rent rising every month for the privilege of living in a house that they actually own. This is the critical issue for middle-income US households. Homeowners are experiencing a genuine rate of inflation that is significantly lower than the reported headline rate, and which has been trending down quite noticeably. That is allowing an improvement in middle-income spending power. If you are a middle-income homeowner, your next pay increase allows you to buy more stuff. It's not going to be spent on owner's equivalent rent. We get the Michigan Consumer Sentiment data today, which includes the ever-hilarious split between the views of registered Republicans and registered Democrats. The inflation expectations component is basically a poll of current food and fuel price inflation. China's inflation data surprised to the downside for September. The consumer price drop was driven by more deflation in food, pork prices in particular, having a fairly dramatic deflation episode at the moment. This reinforces the parochial nature of China's current inflation story. It is something local that is not going to be exported. The export data that was also published overnight is more important to international investors. China's imports and exports both fell again, although the decline was less than expected as far as the export numbers were concerned. On the other side of the export equation, demand for goods in developed economies has been pretty stagnant all year. The middle-income US household is favouring services rather than goods at the moment. Ahead, we have final September inflation data from Spain and from France. These numbers are not likely to be too interesting for financial markets. US import and export prices will keep the inflation focus, although, again, these are not generally considered to be first-tier data releases by investors. Bank of England Governor Bailey is to speak, and that might be a little bit more interesting for the financial markets. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. 
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.